welcome back to the Supernova Gaming Podcast. My name is Luke, and as per usual, I'm sat with my co-host Pietro. Hello. Um, so some of you may know, we've had some legal issues in terms of our name, and that's why we're now Supernova. Um, Supermassive Games contacted us, and they didn't like the use of the name, and we've gone along a bit after chatting with them about it, and just decided we didn't want any bad terms of them, we didn't want any bad press on us. So we've changed to Supernova. Things are going to stay the same as always. So I think we should just crack on a bit. Yeah, just a new name. Yeah, so this week, as most of you, well, everybody should know, Fallout 4's come out, and it's sort of the best time of the year for games, really. So I think we're kind of going to do a Fallout special podcast. And just give our general initial thoughts of it, because you're a bit further than I am. A little bit, not far. Not far. Um... We both played it for the first evening. I thought, you know, we've pl- we both played it for one night. Let's let's get our initial impressions out there. It's the mm. perfect timing, really. So, do you want to give your initial impressions of the game first? Sure. Yeah. Well, it's great. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? <laughs> it's it's fantastic. Yeah. Like so, like, what did you think? To, like the opening of the game and. Well, we can't how... like spoil anything, but it's. A, I thought it was a really good intro. That is, if you compare it to Fallout Three, where they. You spend a lot of time, don't you, in the vault? Oh, hell, you like... Yeah. In Fallout 3, it's like they teach you to walk, like yeah. being a kid and everything, don't they? Yeah, it's a good, probably, at least an hour, at the, the start of Fallout 3, where you meet your dad and all the characters in the vault. This Yeah, meet, meet Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really like his voice in that. It's, it's really soothing, isn't it's it? It's good, isn't it? It's <laughs> <Just> calming effects. <laughs> but yeah, carry on. And then, um... I don't know. Where I don't going. know. They just kind of... Get into it quick. Yeah, you, d- you you kind of choke through the start. You before you know it, you're actually in the wasteland in this new one, which is good. Yeah, because uh, I don't really build much with your wife and your son. No, there's 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 a very small bit at the start where you kind of in your. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, you the the pre-war intro. Yeah, I'm so glad they did that because I love that it's, 1950s. I don't think it is the 1950s, but everything still oh, looks it's, like the 50s. It's 2077, isn't yeah, it? But everywhere uh, still looks like 1950. Yeah, it, I think it's because. There's like a, there's, it's not a spoiler, but at the start there's a cutscene which shows <laughs> when they created the nuclear bomb, didn't they? Yeah. And b- because of that, they developed like robots and yeah. special powered cars. So clearly, when they developed the nuclear bomb, they just kind of carried on living, but everything got f- super futuristic. So it's like a futuristic fifties, isn't it? Yeah. And but, I love that though. I love all the fifties yeah. signs and posters and everything. I think it's good because it's like it kind of showed you the difference because it's like you get shown like the neighbourhood mm. and then you go up to the vault and everything and then it's like you come out and it's like oh, well, I think what's funny is like matey comes doesn't he to tell you about the vault literally five minutes later bomb, like, bomb bombs come in <laughs> it's like well that's convenient isn't it you, you just... just close the door and you're like right to the vault <laughs> like, come on lads um, yeah I think that's a bit funny like I thought that character himself was an odd he was yeah. like he came to the door like I don't know if it was a bug with the game, but if it happened to you or not, like, like and as he was as he was saying bye, you like just shut the door. Yeah. <laughs> the conversation. Had he like, closed the door on him, and he's still talking. He's like there was still like a line of dialogue, and I was like, hey. did you notice him as well? You know when the bomb has been dropped, or not when it's when you're like running to yeah. evacuate. Do you see the mateys there? Yeah, he's like I work for Vault Dead. Yeah, he doesn't get let in. <laughs> no, I think it's like at that point I was like, there's all these people having conversations. Like there was some guy trying to pack a suitcase that you passed, and I was like. I wonder what's going on there. And I was like, can I stop and like figure this out? I think you out? can. I don't think there's a timer. Like, but I was like... So I, was I chased matey, the vault tech bloke. I chased him down the hill. Oh, did you? Yeah, trying to talk to him, but I couldn't talk to him. Oh, shame really. But like, 
I think having a shorter intro is really nice. I think the way you kind of create your character is quite nice. Have you? Did you customize what it looked like? Yeah, did I just you? left them default. Oh, did you? I didn't change a thing. Yeah, like, I gave him like a bit of like a bit of a beard and like kind of removed any like facial blemishes because for some reason he starts off with a bunch of blemishes and like some of that. And I mm. kind of, I kind of tweaked him a little bit. There's a there's a fantastic one on Twitter. Someone's basically recreated Nick Scorpino. Really? It's like identical. Wow. It's so good. But like I had I had a bit of a play around. Like kind of got to do with these games, and I was like. Yeah, I'm happy with him. I'll send him in. He's wearing bloody goggles and a face mask now. You can't even Is see it? his face, yeah. That's cool. But, like, I think it was a very good choice for them to go straight to the wasteland. Yeah. Like, not, not fuck around with stuff in the vault. Like, yeah. But I really did like that in Fallout 3. I really yeah. enjoyed that vault scene. Yeah, because... But the way this story pans out, you can't really spend that much time in the vault, can no, you? No, not really. And I think the one thing Fallout's always missed is, like, like you say, spending time in the vault. It's like how people interacted in the vault. Yeah. It's like... Obviously, the the idea of the vault is every single vault is like an experiment. I don't know yeah. if you knew too much about that. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, without getting too spoilerific, this vault is dramatically different to mm. the previous vaults in Fallout yeah. games. So that's that's why you you don't you don't really stay in it very long. And I thought it was quite <clears> interesting not just to to have the same vault. They kind of showed you like a different type of vault and what they what they were doing mm. with that because like vault was it one hundred and one in Fallout Three? Yeah, there wasn't really much going on. In terms no, of experiments, it was it was, so it was a, kind of it like, was a general living wasn't yeah. it so I'm, I'm not going to spoil what happens in this one because it's like the opening of the game but it's, it's extremely different it's very cool mm. to see I think and uh, if you read some of the computer terminals it does give you a bit of backstory to the vault and yeah. what went on in there it's good yeah but so that's really good I, um, thing we spoke about earlier is we've not done too much of the st- like actual story no main camp, main quest but we've both kind of got stories from just playing it yeah which and as, as I said to you again is it, the game's very good at doing that like the main story in Fallout to me isn't like the driving force of the game no so like I really want to go meet the Brotherhood of Steel because yeah. I want to join them and I want to get like in Fallout 3 you could kind of get like the power suit armour but as like a general wear couldn't you Right. I don't know if you remember that or if you ever got it. I think I must have got it because I did finish it. Like you could get it as like an actual suit, so you could just wear it constantly. Right. So or is this, is, this is a this is like a wearable suit. But I'm almost. thinking, does the Brotherhood still still let you get something like that again? Like they generally have very good armor yeah. and stuff. So I want to know more about that. And again, if we, just, I think it's a good idea if maybe we share some like the stories we've kind of had so far. So that's what's great about, it, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Because like, I just I just looked at your game. You've gone to a place I've never seen before. Yeah. Exactly, like I've, we're I've both same sort of hours into a game. It's yeah. so funny how we go completely different ways in a map. Yeah, it's like I've just got off. I, I found like it was a like a drive-in cinema. You've never seen that before because we were discussing like building houses. Yeah, got a nice big open car park, yeah. perfect. And like another thing we learned is I don't know if anybody else knows this. So if you do listen to this and somehow you don't know it, in your management of the actual areas, you can. When you're doing the settlements, yeah, the settlements. You can remove like radiation cans, and that will remove the radiation from that area. Yeah, which is ideal because it's like, whilst you have to kind of leave it and then go back to it, but then there's no more radiation, which is great. But like the stories, so I'm going to go back to like I think that's really what defines Fallout, <laughs> and I think that's what will keep you playing for a long time, which is exploring and finding stuff and stories. Like so, prime example I told you earlier, I found a raider. I think they're the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was just knelt down in like some fence. I didn't really see what it was. It was at night. 
So I was just like, I went up to him. I was like, oh, if he's knelt down, maybe I can talk to him. And it's like some death quest or something. And I know immediately he just turned around and shot me, didn't he? <laughs> so I finished him off and then found he was now over a grave that he'd just dug. Yeah. And there was another raider in there. And you're like... So he's like mourning the loss of a friend and you're like... <laughs> yeah, and I, I've just turned up there and butchered him, haven't I? <laughs> yeah. Like... It's just like and robbed his mate. Yeah, rob, robbed, robbed his mate. corpse. Oh yeah, you've got to do like every man for oh, himself yeah. in the wasteland. But like, but he did start the fight. He did. You went over to say hello. Yeah, exactly. But like, whilst that's not a story, it's like in itself, it's, you've met someone that's mourning the death of that person. So clearly they've been in a fight and he's mm-hmm. gone and dug a grave. Like as much as he's probably been planted there by person X, mm. it's just good that you can experience that story there's so many small stories to tell and it's not even a story but you know you're making it yeah you're you're making it your own aren't you so yeah I think like the stories you create are probably like one of the best parts of that game to me I don't know if you agree yeah definitely yeah Um, so the other part I don't really want to talk about much of the story because neither of us have done too much of it to be honest but like the general performance of the game because there was a lot of people moaning about oh, the game's not going to perform great on PS4 before launch, and there was a couple of videos of it performing really bad. So I'm not sure how I think about that, because I've not really seen many performance drops, to be totally honest. I mean, I've had a few frame rate dips, but nothing like where it's unplayable. No. Like, there's a lot going on. There are some funny moments, like, you'll be hiding, and there's a massive fuck-off explosion <laughs> behind you, and you're like, what the fuck, and you hear your robot, tis but a scratch. <laughs> He's gone off and found himself in like a battle. He just gets involved in so much, man. It's so funny. Yeah. But like if, it, as I was saying, like if there is an explosion or something, sometimes it can just dip the frame rate. Yeah, I think the thing is they because they've locked it at like thirty, haven't they? Which is supposedly, but I don't think it's locked. No, but like I think because it's at thirty, if it drops, it's noticeable. Mm. Like if it was at sixty and it dropped, it wouldn't be too bad. But because yeah. it's at thirty, and it drops. Thirty is like not that high anyway to start with, is it? No, but obviously. This kind of thing is kind of forgiven with such a huge open world. I mean, I've heard the Xbox One version can actually drop to zero frames really? a second. I was reading. Jesus. Which obviously isn't playable. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some people that like I vaguely know say they've had on the Xbox a hard crashes. Oh really? I've not had a crash yet. Yeah, like someone said that like last night they played <laughs> like played like all evening. They had like three or four hard crashes, and I was like, that's pretty bad for an evening. Like that sort of Skyrim on PS3 level broken. Yeah, that's pretty. And, bad. The other thing I've noticed is more and more do Bethesda obviously bring out these huge games that take years to come out mm. and do they ever fix any of these like buggy issues? Well I've still got the same problem of um, like because it obviously saves constantly I had a problem where I was for some reason I wasn't wearing any armour I didn't realise <laughs> my character was in his pants and I was getting <laughs> slaughtered and it saves as you go through a door as uh, I go through the door I get owned and it loads owned loads owned oh uh, what did you do so I, luckily I have like a whole list of different saves I just went back like five minutes ah uh, okay fair enough like I've started to learn that now like a couple of times have I like travelled like ten minutes to find discover a new place and go oh fuck this is cool then immediately get killed mm. then it's like oh now I've got to walk back yeah. ten minutes again so I'm always like Get to a new area, like press start, quick save, keep going. Quick save is really fast as well, which is good. You generally you can press it and it will just do it as you keep walking. Yeah. So yeah, that's really nice. But I think yeah, at the moment with this game, is it's just quick save all the time. Mm. But quick save before you do anything, because pretty much if something goes down, you're going to lose quite a lot of progress, aren't you? Another issue I noticed was the um, subtitles, because I always use subtitles. Yeah. That's a bit glitchy. Like what, the um, some what they appearing or not or. Well, it would just be frozen on on a line of text, and the characters obviously moving on, still talking, yeah. but it's still showing. 
uh, just oh. one bit of text, and it won't get rid of that until you like exit the conversation. I'll have to pen it. So that's kind of annoying. Yeah, I think the other thing I've noticed is obviously you know obviously the character talks now. That's quite a huge thing before mm. that, really. Um, you just kind of get like four options, but it's the same problem I had in The Witches. It's like you can you can ask a question, and a question mark will just be like, <clears throat> it'll just be like oh a name and a question mark, yeah. and it'll come out and just like go absolutely mental. Yeah, or you like, don't really know what he's going to ask. Like, you know vaguely the sort of tone he's going to use. Yeah. But it's the complete opposite. And it's the exact same problem I had in The Witcher. Because you're like, it's like, oh, be sarcastic. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and like, the person reacts really badly. And you're like, yeah, oh, I said be sarcastic. Not not like... Not be abusive. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that, that I don't... Whereas in previous fallouts, you'd have a list of like, the exact line he would, he would say. Yeah, so you'd get the exact line. And like, now it's like, oh yeah, like if, you, if your speech skills are good like you'll get a yellow option that means you can try and persuade yeah. them it's all yellow is easy so I had an option to do a yellow one so I clicked yellow was that on the robot no it wasn't on a robot it was on, it was on some ro- like a fight I just found okay. it was like oh pers- persuade them to not fight so I've not actually I, had to use that yet yeah, any not. time I was against the robot like whatever his name is Mr Handy yeah well no it's not the first time I used it and I was like okay it, it's easy mm. it means I'm, I'm presuming if it's easy I'm going to get away with it every time yeah immediately failed really I was like yeah, then I died in that fight, so I retried, then I ended up talking to the other side of the party that the argument oh, okay. was over. So, okay, I'll try it on this person. No, again, immediately failed. Right. And it's like, I feel like just going, this is easy. It's like... Doesn't mean much. Doesn't mean a lot. Where I think before, it'd be like, if you didn't level up your luck or whatever it is, or your charisma, whatever one affects it. Mm, I think it's charisma. Yeah, it, like, when you were asking that question at the drop-down, it'd be like... Oh, you've got a twenty percent chance of this working yeah, if, if you were bad. So it's like, oh, you know, you've got a one in five chance of that working. Where now it's like, you don't know the probability of it working. Yeah. And in this situation I had earlier, I tried to persuade them to do something. It was like, it's like, oh, calm down. There's no need to fight. And because I said that, they were like, oh, you failed. So now we're going to start the fight on you. Oh, really? It's like, well, well yeah. If if I knew the outcome would have been, you wouldn't have even attempted that. No, option, would you? no. I was like, so you don't know the outcome of it, and obviously that's all part of like creating your own story and everything but it's like I don't want to just go around being like alright let's fight Yeah, like that's not how I want to play the game like mm, whilst there's no good or evil system in the game as far yeah, as the time's gone I think isn't it yeah as far as I can tell it's gone but again like Greg Miller said it's counting how many things he's stolen so what does that mean mm, I'm not stealing anything I've decided no. I'm going to play good well yeah I'm going to I'm going to play good as fun as it is to play bad it's like that's that but I'm not I'm not sure how that works to be totally honest mm. But no, the only other thing I found is character models. <coughs> They're still awful. <laughs> like, this is something I've seen in a couple of reviews. Main mainline characters aren't too bad, but some characters you like. You know when you the first one. It's not a spoiler, but the first one of the first guys you go to a town called Concord. Yeah. And do you remember meeting the woman that talks to you after you finish that mission? The uh, like, gypsy lady. Yeah, the gypsy. She's just shocking. Yeah. So she like Her she's got like no spot. lips, has yeah. she? Like. Like her earrings, just like it's just everything. It's just like no, it's like it's, it's like that's not good. And again, I found of her because she's not a mainline character. The lip syncing was just really bad. Like it just seems like they've gone right. They've got to say something. Let's just handle like their mouths doing something whilst not, they're talking. Yeah, it's not. It's not like <clears throat> Uncharted where they've tracked the mouth movements. I understand you can't do this with a game of this size. Yeah, it's enormous. It's far too much dialogue, isn't there? But it's like you'd think in how long they've been doing these games, like. Morrowind. I don't know if Morrowind was the first like 
third person open world one where it wasn't point I think and click. before that there were but it's like the, surely you must have been able to refine some kind of system for it to understand what they're saying to some, somehow like lip sync words or something yeah like even if you just got like a voice actor to kind of say words and then you track that to like a mouth like there must I be think so- the problem is it's not just English they've got to do it in so many other languages it's such a big undertake yeah. isn't it but it just, it just kind of that's the one thing that pulls me out when you're having a conversation with someone and it's just like that's not working and the other thing I noticed like, I was having a conversation the other day and then one of the other NPCs just appeared in the middle of them and just stood in front of this other bloke because <laughs> so I was having a conversation and like an NPC just walks in and just stops and you're like it just gets completely in the way like it just gets in the way so there I are, do like these sort of cutscene elements so when there's a, a oh, yeah. bit of conversation going on it's that's cool I think yeah like, I think it's good it's not just like right you're, you're in conversation mode now that's static it's like there's stuff it's still going on, mm. like, and you can come out of that when it is a th- uh, like a cutscene almost. Yeah. you can still like move your control and come out of it and walk away while they're still talking. Yeah, it? so it adds that level of like it really? never pulls you out completely. Yeah, but oh, there's some technical problems. But like the problem is like again, me and you have pretty much played every Bethesda game since Oblivion, haven't we? Yeah, I think so. But on Xbox 360, we got Oblivion. I didn't. I've played bits of Morrowind, not properly though, and we've just gone on it and. I think you just kind of learn that that's a Bethesda yeah. game, don't you? Like, you can't get around it. That's no. just how Bethesda games are. And I think if you're new to it, it's a bit jarring for a bit. Like, like oh, this is bad, this is bad. And yeah, I understand that. Like, it's they should have got this shit sorted, but it's still a massive improvement from like Fallout Three, isn't it? Isn't it just? It's huge. Yeah. Like. And even if it is just more Fallout 3, because it's very similar to it, isn't it? Yeah, very similar. I don't care. It's more of that. Fallout 3 was the first time Fallout had ever done that. Yeah. So technically, to people that haven't played this, this is technically their second ever experience of Fallout. Yeah. And it's just improved on what they've done before. That's which true. is perfect for a sequel. They didn't actually make New Vegas, did they? That was someone else. No, I can't, I can't remember who the developers are. But that's perfect. And whilst we're on New Vegas, on a side topic, I learned that the person that wrote New Vegas is writing Horizon for Gorilla. Oh, really? That's pretty yeah. cool. Apparently that's why Gorilla's going to have such a good story for this new game. But, no, I think the more we play this, obviously the more we're going to mention it on the podcast, because this is, this is going to be an ongoing game for a terribly long time. I mean, there's going to be at least four season packs, or four yeah, bits of DLC true. for it. So I think we're going to keep talking about it for a long time. And I don't want to overload with Fallout on this one podcast, because there's only so much we can talk about. Like We've dis- discussed our stories and the extent of the the story as much as we can really so I think we should wrap up there on like a shorter Fallout special yeah. podcast because next week we've got Star Wars Battlefront so I should imagine our next podcast will cover Fallout and Battlefront and that's it for the major releases this year, I mean Tomb Raider obviously came out yesterday but we've both decided we'll, just to wait it out <laughs> yeah I'd rather if I had it, I wouldn't play it. So yeah. There's no point in buying it. Yeah, it wasn't exactly. Once I've got Fallout on the go. Exactly. So yeah, I think we'll wrap up there. Um, we've got new Twitter handles now, haven't we? Shit, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> if you want to find us on Twitter, we're supernova underscore gb. Someone, some bastard already took you. <laughs> so yeah, we're underscore gb, and that's the same for pretty much everything now, isn't it? We've kind of unified. I suppose that's a better. So we've got Instagram with super supernova gb, Twitch is supernova gb. So anywhere you want to find us, just try Supernova GB. We're probably there. You'll see the S. Yeah. And I was. This is when I was debating, like, if we've got an audience or if we can sometimes public, like, make a bit more public about it. Um, I want to potentially 
when we decide on a game of the year between us. I don't know how we're going to do that. I don't know, because I'm not going to play Metal Gear. I know you're not going to play I don't know how we're going to do it. We're <laughs> going to make things a bit we're gonna have to. We're going to have to come to some kind of <laughs> middle ground. and just, all out, job done. Right, we're going to have to decide on something. But I was debating maybe we do a giveaway of the game of the year, potentially. Jesus. Yeah, we'll, we'll just like... We'll see, we'll see. Well, I'm not decided on it yet, but it was an idea. It was That's like, a good idea. Glad like, you're paying for it, Luke. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we'll cover it. But no, we'll figure it out. So, yeah, again, go follow us on Twitter. Like, uh, we're on iTunes, we're back on iTunes, we were down for a little bit. So, yeah, go get Supernova, Supernova Gaming Podcast on iTunes. <laughs> Still mixed up from the previous name. So, yeah, go follow us on everything and give us a review. So, thanks very much for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye.